Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Welcome back to Empath. Why decorating my lounge is just like running a business. A bit of a fun one today. For those of you who don't know, we've been doing a renovation job on our lounge, which has turned out to be quite a project. It started out as just a lick of paint, and I think we're about seven weeks down the line, and I don't think we've actually really even got any paint on the walls yet. It's certainly been a process, but you know what? It's really made me think about what decorating my lounge has to do with running a business and the similarities. And so just for a bit of fun, I put together in this week's episode 10 ways and 10 tips in a way that decorating my lounge is like running a business and what you can learn from the experience because there are lessons everywhere, even in DIY. So number one is how big it is, how big the task is, what was just a lick of paint turned out to be an awful lot of work, carpentry, Dripping things back, rubbing things down, about three weeks of choosing colours, changing our minds on colours. We're still not there. So it's been a really long project. It's bigger than you think. It's mammoth. So my first tip is to break it down and take your time. It is more important to get it right than to rush it. And don't get me wrong, I want to rush it. I would quite like a lounge now or at least some curtains as we're getting colder but it has to be right. And it's the same with your business. I think in the early days, you just want everything out there. You want to show the world. You want to tell the world. But take those extra few weeks because it's just a few weeks. And in the bigger scheme of things, it will make your business stronger for it. Number two, not everyone will agree with your decisions. Everyone will have opinions and everyone will have objections about what you decide to do. Goodness knows we've divided people with our colour choices. We're not even really sure on it ourselves. But at the end of the day, stay true to what you want and who you are rather than listening to the opinions of others because everyone's going to have an opinion. Whether that's on the way you decorate your lounge or the way that you run your business. Everyone's going to have something to say about what you should do and how you should do it. Everyone's been there. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got an experience. And people are always so keen to impress that on others. Don't just trust that someone else with a business will help you run yours because their business isn't your business. And quite frankly, it took me a lot of time to realise that a lot of the experts in the business community, you know, weren't my idea of an expert. Their years of experience didn't match up to my vision for my business and the way I wanted mine to run. And it's so important to listen to your heart over listening to everyone else's voices. Number three is to keep it authentic. Don't just copy a magazine. Don't just look at Pinterest or Instagram and think you just want to copy someone else's ideas. Don't get me wrong, it's fine to be inspired. I'm the first to look through interiors and get inspired or love something because I've seen it somewhere. But don't just clone something to look a certain way, to just look like a show home. Because show homes don't have soul and neither do show businesses. So it's really powerful to show yourself and I mean that leads me to number four um, but staying on number three for a moment keeping it true to you and being you and your choices don't be influenced or swayed by what's trendy or what an influence is telling you to do or what your sister-in-law's got in their house listen to yourself and what you want 
Number four, story over style every time. Your room and your business should show a bit of you, should be authentic to you. It should show your personality and who you are. And yet I feel like I see so much blandness. Blandness, yes, in people's houses, um, but mainly blandness in their brands. All the fonts look the same, all the colours look the same, all the just tones look the same. Everyone kind of looks the same and worse, they sound the same because we are following a pattern, a cookie cutter pattern of what branding looks like. Everyone wants this sort of this look and this feel, but I honestly can't tell them apart. They all look the same. They all sound the same. And it's kind of the same when I go to people's houses, like for a house to really stand out. I'd love for it to show your story. I'd love to have something on the wall from a time you went to Egypt or a photograph or a memory or a wall colour that wasn't from Pinterest. It was because that colour meant something to you or an ornament that you were given on the first date or something. Not something because it looks beautiful, but something because it means something and shows a bit of your story. Number five, it's okay to make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. like. You know, we're choosing these color, this color scheme. And quite frankly, we decided last minute on the colors and we're still like, oh, is it going to work? Isn't it going to work? And guys, it might not work. And if it doesn't work, we'll repaint. I mean, my husband's not going to be too happy about that. And um, it's an awful lot of paint. But that's just an example. It's the same in business. Don't be afraid to make mistakes and do things differently and do things in a way that's true to you. You can always change your mind. I mean, if it's a website, you can change your mind. If it's an advertising campaign, you can stop the advert and run a different one. I would rather you had courage in your decisions and actually did something that was different and authentic to you than just did the safe thing because you don't want to stand out or rock the boat. You think you should sound the same, look the same, act the same. It's all nice. It's all nice and that's lovely, but don't you want more than nice? Like there was this moment where my mother-in-law came into our lounge this week and she looked at the ceiling colour and said, you know, the ceiling colour we weren't sure about. And she was like, oh, actually, I really like it. I think we should paint the whole, you know, I would paint the whole room in this because it's a really lovely colour. And I can see her literally panicking about our colour choices. And don't get me wrong, I'm a little bit worried about our colour choices. But I know that if I paint the whole room the ceiling colour, I will regret that decision. I will regret playing it safe and doing the nice, safe choice because I will always wonder what it would have looked like to go for our wild card choice. So have the courage. And don't be afraid to take a risk and know that you can change it. It's the same in your business. You can change things. I would rather you took a risk than that you looked and sounded the same as everybody else. Number six is to zone your space. So when you are designing a house and we've got a particularly big strange lounge, it's got like a middle bit that's like no man's land. It's got a dining area, a lounge area. You can zone it through lighting, through soft furnishings, through Pink colours, you know, different ways to zone a room. It's exactly the same with your offerings. Your offerings need to work to complement each other. How can you zone it? So let's say, for instance, you're me. I've got courses, I've got one-to-one -one work, and I've got my membership. How can I zone it? So you may or may not notice that everything in Empress has got this like pale pink colour, and everything in my main website is like a charcoal colour. And when you get an email from me, it's in charcoal. And when you get an Empress email, it's in pink. It absolutely complements the charcoal. It's in the same design, it's got a different logo, but in the same handwritten style. And basically, it's all designed to complement each other, but it's zoned. So the Empress members get something different to just Collins clients. Number seven, 
set the mood. So from the moment you enter, set the tone for what they're going to get. When you walk into a room, any room, you know instantly the feel you're going to get. You know if it's monochrome, you know if it's Parisian chic, you know if it's eclectic and homely, you know if it's artistic, you know if it's Scandinavian, you know, minimalism, you know if it's bold, dramatic, theatrical. You, you know how the room feels when you walk in. It says something about the people, it says something about the space. It should be the same with your business. I want to know from the minute I reach your brand, who are you? What is the tone? What is the mood? And yet so, so often everyone looks the same. It's all the same colours, all the same looks, all the same feel, all the same sound, all the same copy. I feel like I'm not really getting a real reflection of who you are. So remember to set the tone for your brand from the moment they get to your homepage. Number eight, what are your features? What sets you apart? So you're playing to the room. You might be south-facing, in which case you're playing to the light. You might be north-facing in a small lounge, in which case you're playing to the dark. And I say embrace the darkness. You might have a chandelier in your lounge or a ceiling rose, and that's a feature. You might have a fireplace, and that's your feature. You might have a 55-inch television on the wall, and that's your feature. You might have a whole load of plants or like a living wall. You might have a bookshelf, whatever it is. What is your feature in the room that you are designing around, that you are making your key standout feature. And it's the same in your business. What sets you apart and how are you making that your feature? How are you saying, what makes me different is X? What makes me different is Y? This is my style that no one else does. This is my look that nobody else does. This is how I'm going to position that. So when you enter, everything is built around this core element of my brand. Number nine, don't be afraid to be eclectic. This is so important because... We don't exist in a one-dimensional, you know, zone. And that's so important. I say it all the time. I always say that I like Metallica, but I also like McFly. And it's okay to like Metallica and like McFly. It's okay to like rock and also like pop. And that's the best example I can give. Because, for example, I love Scandinavian furniture. I love that minimal, minimal look. I love oak furniture. I have an oak dining table with an oak bench with oak chairs and like sheepskin on it. And it's lovely and it's very Scandinavian. However, guys, I love deep colours, moody colours, velvets, textures, nice rugs, soft lights. Like I like all of this. So I am a combination of like I love the theatre. You'll, you'll get me with gold in my lounge. There will be gold because I love gold. And it's that sort of sense of opulence. But also Scandinavian. I can like both. I can like Metallica and McFly and I can like Scandinavian and yet opulent velvet. I can be both and so can you. I would rather see three-dimensional design and that exists for your lounge and your business than a cookie cutter magazine tear out that looks the same and feels the same and is really chic and stylish. But meh, I've seen it all before. I can pick up any house magazine or look on Rightmove and I will see a million houses that look like that. Because everyone's looking the same. And exactly the same situation with your business. I would rather you showed me who you are. Don't feel you've got to be like a one-dimensional cookie-cutter version of yourself. Like a watered-down version of who you are. Because you think you've got to have your best foot forward. Put both your feet in. I want to see Metallica and McFly if that's who you are. And I want you to pretend to be some pop-loving person. If really you like to let your hair down in a mosh pit. I would rather know who you are holistically. And that's really important. I love to use the word holistically because I've got a client who hates it. So John, if you hear this, I'm saying it again. Holistically is really important. 
And number 10, livid. A living room is for living. And so is your business. It's a living thing. It's an evolving thing. It's not static. It's not just a setup. It's not a stage. It's not a showroom. It's not a show home. And that's so important to say. Live your life in the living room. It's called a living room for a reason. Go and live in it. Get to know the space. Look at where you'll be sitting. Look at what you'll be looking at. I um, I actually work for an estate agency, which I know it always mentioned, but one of the estate agents at this agency, always when he does his videos, sits in the chairs and everything and says, like, this is where you'll be sitting. This is the view you'll be looking at. It's exactly that. Go and live it and work out how that space works for you and how it feels to be in it and what you're going to be doing in it. Are you going to be on a treadmill in your lounge? Are you going to be curling up with a book? Are you going to be lighting the fire and having a glass of wine with your partner? Are you going to be playing board games with the kids? Where's the board game going to go? Where are you going to be sitting? Where's the lighting? Work out what it's like to live in it. And it's exactly the same in your business. How does your business feel to be living in it? Not how does it look? How does it feel from the inside? Because you're going to be living it day in, day out. And you have to live it and you have to love it to truly be able to sell your your services and your offerings because it needs to come from the inside. It has to be authentic. It cannot be a veneer. And that's the most important thing to share, that whether it's your living room or your business, it cannot be a veneer. It has to be lived in. It, you know, this isn't Instagram. Often on Instagram, I love to see these home accounts. I do, but 80% of them will tell you this shit is out the picture. You know, you can see the picture all staged and perfect, but the real life is outside the picture. And we're just encouraging that narrative all the time. We're just peddling that narrative and adding fire, you know, adding, adding fire. No, adding <laughs> like gas to the fire because we are encouraging that, encouraging that fake stage living, that perfect looking living. But honestly, guys, if you took the names off the Instagram accounts and put them side by side, I wouldn't know whose was whose. And if I did know, it would be because of their dog or their child or something or a personal picture or something that sets them apart and tells their story. And that's absolutely where it's at. Who are you and how are you showing this? Through your home? And through your home page, through your business, through how you communicate with your customers. Because if you don't show yourself, they can't know you either. And they can't connect with you. Like when I'm here on the podcast, guys, I'm bringing myself to the podcast. And sometimes I cock up and say the wrong thing or it's not what I planned to say, but I don't really know what I'm saying. I just come out with it as it comes. But you're getting the all of me, the real me, the whole me, the holistic me. <laughs> you're getting that brought to the table. And I think that's so, so important. So we always finish with an invitation to set an intention following the episode. And today I want you to look at your space and say, is my space personal to me? And is my business reflecting me? Those are the questions today. Is my space personal to me? And is my business reflecting me? Am I being authentic? Am I showing up as me? Am I living this? Or am I just looking good? That's it for today, guys. And remember, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing and weekly live sessions, 
from sole goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care and I'll be back next week.